up close with Carlos Sang, celebrating art, entertainment and the human spirit. Uh, welcome to another episode of Up Close with Carlos Sang. My next guest is a truly one-of-a-kind singer, songwriter, actress who's currently preparing to play Sarah Jane Moore in the brand new production of Assassins at the Chichester Festival Theatre. Her previous credits also include Tammy Faye, Heathers and The Light Princess. Uh, it is a true privilege to be able to introduce uh, the one and only Amy Booth Steele. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like Assassins is, you know, one of Sondheim's, you know, less well-known works, but is it a, you know, firm favourite among Sondheim fans. Yeah. Um, how familiar were you with this material before you started working on it? I didn't know it at all. I, I, I knew of it, obviously, but I didn't know it in depth at all. So it's been, that's kind of why I was so excited to be part of it, because I was like, oh, it's so nice to do something that I don't know much about. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, the concept of the show is so interesting, you know, exploring the lives of these assassins and, you know, mm. almost assassins. Um, what was it about Sarah Jane Moore that attracted you to this part? Well, she's a real person. So that's really, really exciting because you get to sort of get in the mind of someone who actually did this, you know. And with all of the assassins, this piece is particularly this production it's about going into the psyche of these people and you know why they did what they did yes they attempted to assassinate a president or did assassinate but why and do we nowadays have anything in common with those people you know in terms of what's going on with the government stuff at the moment you know do we do we have empathy with these people you know or stuff like that so it's really complicated but it's been a real, real challenge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's so interesting exploring those parallels, as you say, between, you know, what happened then and what's happening now. And, mm. you know, the, the Gerald Ford years were, you know, such an interesting time in American history. Um, did mm. you know a lot about this time too? And how have you begun to explore this era as well? Yeah, no, I, I was really ignorant. I didn't know much about American history or politics or anything. So I I got my... Um, my studious hat on <laughs> and uh, I've done loads and loads and loads of research and it's actually I'm quite embarrassed that we don't know about a lot of it and I wish we were taught more about it in school and stuff um, to be more educated now you know and um, so I've really sort of knuckled down and tried to know everything I can about you know all these all these people and all these presidents and stuff and make myself more educated into you know American politics and politics here as well you know it's because we're doing it here and so it's going to resonate hopefully with a British audience as well because the parallels of government like I say at the moment is quite similar <laughs> not the same but it, you know there's a similar sort of things worldwide. Yeah in what ways would you say that they are particularly similar so similar in your view as well? Well just you know <sighs> power and patriarchy and stuff like that. It's something that everyone can resonate with and everyone knows about. And people have issues with the government, with certain politics, especially after what we've been through in the world recently, you know, with COVID and everything. I think this piece has never been more relevant, even though it was written in 1990, I think. Mm -hmm. It's actually just as relevant now, if not more so, because of what we're going through as a world.
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was actually quite surprised. You know, I didn't realize Sarah Jane Moore was actually still alive. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you if you had the chance to meet her, you know, would you? And you know, is there anything that you would want to ask her too? Oh, I'd love to meet her. She, she's fascinating to me because she was a supposed housewife that went sort of under the radar. Um, that's how people know of her. But actually... She was super, super, super intelligent. She was an accountant by trade and she was also really smart and 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 worked as a double agent with the FBI and stuff like that. She's so interesting. And according to her, I've read a, a memoir that was written about her and stuff. Um, she, the reason that she did what she did was because she thought she could make a change for people that were perhaps more... oppressed than her in society because no one would have expected someone like her to get a gun out and shoot a president and I just would love to meet her I just think she's fascinating like you know and she's you know she's often referred to as like a bit bumbly and a bit you know uh, all over the place and and maybe mentally you know unstable and stuff but actually she I think she's extremely clever and, and yeah and so I'm trying to find the sort of a way to play her that's not for laughs, I think, because, you know, it's it's written as a sort of comedy version of the character. All these characters are sort of um, like caricatures almost, which is really fun, but also I want to find the truth as to what, why she did it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think she's a definitely a really interesting character. I mean, like, how do you feel like you know, history is going to remember Sarah Jane Moore? Um, well, it's funny because over here, if you say that name, nobody knows who she is. And so I'm really interested in actually pursuing a project about her. Like, I think she needs her own show. She needs her own series um, because she's so interesting, as are all of these. All of, we always say all these characters in this show could all have their own films, their own TV shows, everything, because they're so interesting. Like, what makes a person pick up a gun and shoots a, a president, you know, that already is interesting. And like people automatically go, oh, they're this, they're that, they're that. But there's obviously got to be something behind it, which is what's been the best part for us about sort of going into it all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Polly Finley as well, of course, is one of the most exciting directors at the moment. You know, I loved A Number at the Bridge and, you know, her productions of Beginning and Middle were, you know, so amazing. Um, I was quite surprised to see that this was actually, you know, I think her first musical that she's ever worked on. Um, what has it been like, you know, working with her and, you know, how aware were you of her work too? Mm. Oh, she's just amazing I've known Polly for years I've never actually worked together we've done a few workshops and stuff but we've never worked on a project together but I've worked with her husband Mark quite a lot and so I've known her work and I know her really well and stuff and it was kind of like a dream really to work with her because I just think she's so amazing and I respect her so much and she is so clever and so smart and has just got this wonderful um, version of this show that she's created along with um, Chichester as well to come up with this whole new version of this show. And it's, you know, I had a chat, I had a coffee with her and she was sort of telling me all about it. And I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. I need to be part of it. Yeah, I mean, this is your first <laughs> time working in Chichester too. You know, how has that yeah. experience been? You know, um, you know, working in Chester, and how have you found, you know, being being in this place too?
Yeah, we only got here on Monday. It's uh, well, we've been here about a week now. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I've seen the town a little bit, and we've seen a bit of the theatre, but it's all a bit top secret at the moment. So we go into tech rehearsals, so where we actually go into the in onto the stage, um, and start plotting all the lights and the sound and everything next week. So I think that will be a real game changer when we get to see it all come together because it's quite a spectacle. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. And it's got this amazing stage and, you know, um, she just has got this amazing summer season programme for this mm-hmm. year too. Um, you know, I, I went to go and see um, 4,000 Miles and The Vortex just recently. Mm. Um, are you going to see any shows at Chichester too, like whilst you're down there? Yeah, I really want to see um, Mum, I Want to Meet the Beatles, I think it's called, with Reiki Iola, who I love. And um, yeah, it's a play in the Minerva over the road. And I think it's about... Um, uh, someone who was just in love with the Beatles and it's a one woman show. So I think I'm hoping we'll get to see that. I'm hoping anyway, I don't know if we'll get any time off, but um, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I read that during um, your run as well of Assassin's there's going to be like, you know, food trucks outside of the, the outside of the theatre, you know, selling like hot dogs and like fried chicken. Um, how yeah. do you feel like, you know, the vibe is going to, you know, be, you know, to make that experience more immersive for audiences? Um, yeah, well, I don't want to give too much away, but it is really immersive and like, just I'd say expect the unexpected and go into it very open-minded I think because it's not like anything you will have seen here before definitely in Chichester. Yeah I mean you're only there for a few weeks really as well you Mm. know it's a very very short run um is there anything you're particularly looking forward to exploring you know with the show with the character or in Chichester in general? I'm just excited to see what people think of what we've made because it is so different and I think people won't be expecting it and yeah I think it will be really interesting to to see people's reactions to it all because it's pretty bonkers Yeah, it's amazing, you know, like how um, how much of a genius Stephen Sondheim was in creating mm. this show. And, you know, now, I mean, he's still very much you know, the mo- one of our most renowned composers and lyricists. Um, why, why do you think um, Sondheim is still so revered in the industry? Well, he just was a genius, wasn't he? And especially now, I mean, since his passing, it's kind of an honour, really, to to be... I think we're one of the first productions to put on a show since since he passed I mean over here anyway so yeah it's it's quite special really I think it's going to be quite emotional on opening night as well because he was involved with this project before he did pass away so it'll be quite an emotional night I think. Mm, Yeah what do you hope audiences will take away from seeing Assassins 2? Um, I think it will challenge people make people feel uncomfortable um, make people laugh make people think um, educate hopefully and uh yeah it just like i say expect the unexpected it's very different in a good way <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, last year one of the uh, most exciting new shows that came out of course was tammy Faye, which i also got mm. to go and see um oh. yeah it was so so great um yeah again re- relatively short run too um do you see that show you know coming back in the future as well I mean, we all hope. I think it's uh, it's always hard with new musicals, isn't it, to know when the, the next stage of it's going to be. But I, I would hope so anyway. And I'm so proud of Katie and Zubin, both won an Olivier, you know, so brilliant for the show and so deserved. And I, I really hope that it does have another life at some point. 
Yeah, and I feel like your character in Tammy Faye and you know Sarah Jane Moore—they're very, very different. Um, do you try? Yeah, yeah. Do you try to play like you know a range of different roles, or you know, is there something that you know, or do, is there a certain role that you particularly gravitate towards? No, I, I, I'm always interested in um, just something that I can really get my teeth into, and yeah, these these people are just so larger than life, and and again, they're quite similar in a way that they're sort of. They're, they're kind of car- not cartoonish, but the way they're portrayed is always quite cartoonish. And but I'm just really interested in like why they are like they are and why they have their views. And yeah, it's it, yeah, that's kind of what draws me to it. And also, like, how can I put my stamp on something that is in a way that maybe people won't expect or, you know, try and do something a bit different with it? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, um, as you're approaching Sarah Jane more now, you know, is there anything about her that you're able to relate to within yourself as well? I think obviously always uh, advocate for change and advocate for moving forward in education yeah. and educating myself and growing forward, you know, always constantly pushing societal boundaries and, and uh, prejudices and stuff like that. So I, I definitely relate to her in that way. Um, but yeah, I think we're very different in every other way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you seem like a very, you know, self-aware, very intelligent person yourself. You know, like, were you always also particularly political as well? Are you very, like, you know, tuned in to, you know, what's going on, you know, with current affairs as well, too? I think so, definitely since COVID. I mean, I probably, yeah, I've always been sort of, you know, political, but even more so, I think, since COVID and we all you know sort of went through something didn't we and and it, everything became much more prevalent and and yeah and I think and it's and it's weird a lot of the projects I've done since Covid have been politically based mm. um, and which has been amazing and we're tackling issues that need to be tackled which is brilliant. Mm. Do you ever see yourself running for public office yourself? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I've got a fear of public speaking, so I think I'd be rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, coming to Assassins now, you know, did anything surprise you about the show, you know, when you were reading the script and, you know, coming to rehearsals, you know, how have you know, that whole process been so far too? Um, well, it's a very different version. It's never been done before and it's been okayed by the writers and Stephen signed off on it and stuff. Um, but it it's hard to explain without giving it away, but um, we play two characters which I don't want to give any more away, but it's, yeah, it's something quite unexpected, which is great. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's, okay. Uh, yeah, how how much would you say, you know, generally, you know, when you're doing a show, how much does a show change, you know, from, you know, rehearsals to previews to press night to closing night, you know, how much does a show change? Oh my God, it will change so much. I mean, we've just done our first run in the rehearsal room here in Chichester, um, and then we'll go into the theatre next week, so it will change again. And then we'll start doing it in front of an audience, so that will change again. So, like by the time we get to press night, it will be a completely different show with all the you know the building blocks, but everything will be so different in like two weeks' time to what we're doing now, um, which is really exciting. It definitely sounds it. You know, um, has any you know previous job you know that you've done in your career you know particularly changed you as well, made you look at life differently too? Um, I did an amazing film last year called Blue Jean um, and it was set in the 80s and um, it was uh, a, it was a, it was a story that's very rarely told it's a, it was about um, the the 
sort of premise of it was based on the women that abseiled down the Houses of Parliament in the 80s against um, Section 28 when it was brought into schools with Maggie Thatcher, how it was illegal to basically talk about anything to do with homosexuality and anything like that. And, pe and teachers were being fired and, and you know, there was, there was law... Um, laws against it and everything and it was absolutely horrendous and there was a group of women gay women that abseiled down the houses of parliament and then th th that sort of inspired this film and a bunch of um, school teachers from the northeast gave across their stories about what it was like to be a, a lesbian school teacher in the 80s and they wrote a film about it and it was really special and I learned so much and I got to meet the women um, and being from the queer community of myself, it was just so humbling and amazing to to meet these these women that a lot of people don't really know about, you know, and it was a really special project. Yeah, I mean, was that some, a project, you know, was that a story that you you were particularly familiar with yourself as well, you know, about these no, women? No, I knew that I knew about Section 28, but I didn't, it didn't even occur to me that it still existed while I was at school. It was for so long and it makes so much sense now later to me in life that it you know how it affected my life and stuff but I didn't know why at the time and I didn't know it was a thing at the time so it can only imagine how awful it must have been to be a, a gay teacher in those times living under that restriction and just to live in fear all the time of anyone finding out anything about you it was so scary yeah I can definitely imagine I mean looking at 2023 now and you know what's going on you know in this country and around the world you know do you feel like we are making progress you know socially or do you think we are regressing slightly too? Oh it's really hard isn't it I think there's things are changing definitely for the better but there's no you, you know you can never stop and you can never know everything and you can never stop learning and stop educating and stop um, getting better you know as a society we've got so far to go um, but I'm really proud that there are changes and I, I love working with youngsters particularly now and seeing how fabulous they are compared to you know when I was younger I was I just didn't know who I was and stuff like that and I just think it's so wonderful now to be in a society where you are accepted as you are hopefully I mean not necessarily in every single part of the world but we're getting better at it yeah, I definitely, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, as an actor, as a performer, you know, do you feel, you know, a responsibility to tell specific stories as well yourself? Yeah, I think it's important to, yeah, just to, like we were saying the other day, this show is not going to make a Chichester audience feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important. That's what theatre is about. That's what films are about. It's about throwing issues out and saying look look this is what's happening and this is what's going on in the world and I think that's really powerful and it's amazing to be part of something yeah have you um have you seen anything that's made you uncomfortable and you know challenged you and your beliefs as well in the past uh, oh my gosh I've so, like so much stuff so much stuff I saw a little life recently um at the oh what theatre is it at? I can't remember but in town in London anyway and um I went to see it on a, a preview performance and that was I mean I know the book really well so I knew what I was going into but that was like wow that was all the issues right there in front of you you couldn't escape you know and it was it's sort of it's weird because you're like, I shouldn't, I don't want to be watching this. And I, I almost didn't want to clap at the end because I was like, I shouldn't be, 
applauding it. it's awful you know but also the actors were so amazing and believable and yeah it's I, I I think that's it's yeah I think it's important to 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 make people think mm, yeah I would agree um do you do you have any um dream roles or shows that you would like to do or you know have you already done your dream show or role uh, oh gosh, I don't know. I just, I just sort of love working really. And I love, I, I tend to do, this is one of the first projects I've ever done that is already written because I tend to do a lot of new work. I'm really lucky. I've got to do a lot of new shows. So um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't know, just keep, um, I think it's exciting that there's so much new writing at the moment so we can write new characters and new parts and stuff. But yeah, I, I think this is a pretty, bucket list part in terms of you know a pretty amazing female role in a in a theatre show it's pretty special yeah I would, I would agree I definitely um I think Assassins is a very special musical um and another very special musical that you've done in the past was of course The Lights Princess you know back at mm. the National Theatre and it's not really had a huge revival you know since you did it um back then um do you see you know that show having a future and you know coming back at all as well in the two um I'm not sure I mean I, I know they did a concert of it a few years ago um but I don't know if it would ever come back as a show I think it was so of a time and of a moment and gosh it was so long ago now it was 10 years ago we did that show like, I can't believe it but uh yeah I don't think it would come back again but it's nice that we got to do it and we've got the soundtrack and the memories you know and I think again it was it was a show that was way ahead of its time in terms of staging and puppetry and movement and stuff like that the the it was sort of a blueprint almost for so many shows that have come since um a, a new language was sort of made on that production which was really special to be part of yeah are you still in touch with many of the people from that show too yeah we all i mean it, this business is so small you always pop up and see someone in a in a workshop one day or something yeah but um yeah everyone's it was such an incredible company um everyone's done so well since that show and it was really special like we were all so close on that I think when you create something so like from scratch you feel so connected as a group yeah absolutely um it's been yeah it's been so lovely talking to you um just as a, just as a last question um what do you most want people to know about you too about me yeah oh my gosh um yeah. Oh no, that's a really hard question. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just love working. I love what I do, and I feel so lucky to be able to do it. And, um, and yeah, uh, just keep doing it forever. That's it. It's really boring, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, Amy Booth Steele. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you.